Welcome to 20 Minutes of Darkness. We have a guest here today, and as you know, we are here to talk about the stuff that no one wants to talk about openly. Absolutely. So our guest here is Nicholas Brooks. I call him Nick Brooks. I know him. Family, cuzzo, friend, all that. I mean, graduated from Yale, psych major, educator, artist, damn good artist, musical artist, man. I mean, boy got a lot of, lot of talents. But like we're saying, we're talking about the dark stuff, the stuff that people don't want to talk about. So right now we're going to open up the floor to Nick and let him share a little bit about himself and a little bit about something that he went through that just might be helpful to you out there. So Nick, take the floor. First off, I want to thank both of you uh, for having me on um, and just providing a platform for uh, individuals such as myself um, to, you know, talk about the things that may be difficult or hard to talk about. or You know, sometimes we don't necessarily have the space to talk about it um, or process it after taking the space to, to, to think about it. Today, one of the, the I guess the topic that that came to mind um, when I'm thinking about myself and some of the things that like I'll talk about, but I don't really talk about kind of the effect that the passing of my aunt, Yvonne, shout out to her, uh, that it, it kind of had on my life at a, uh, you know, already kind of volatile period of my life. I was, what, entering my senior spring um, at Yale. And, uh, you know, we just got back. And it's, you know, the week before classes really starts. Everyone's just kind of, you know, mingling and, you know, enjoying ourselves, doing what you do um, as a college student. And, you know, some of my closest friends, we were playing uh, Xbox at, at one of our friends' apartments, just having a good time as we always do, business as usual, just like engaging in some of the deepest laughs, some of the deepest conversations. Because for me, when I'm in the moment and I'm spending time with people, I, I like to be where I'm at. I don't try to be in my phone. I'm, I'm right, <laughs> oh right, no, I feel like sometimes right. I'm, I'm poor. I'm a horrible person. Like when it comes to like my phone, checking on my phone, being like you know checking in with people, but. That's just because I like to be where I'm at. I like to give people, you know, my attention and the time and the space, my attention. And so when I finally checked my phone, I saw I had missed calls from a few family members. Uh, and I take my text and, you know, I, I read the text that my auntie Von had passed. And I I kind of, I, I, I definitely feel like I went in a shock. I can't really remember too much that happened, like, in the immediate moments after that. I know I kind of let out, like, a guttural just kind of yell and I was just like I just I don't know it was just something that I just I really didn't understand being that like um she was the type of person that she was she was the type of person that you know she would give you know of her last just to make sure that you could have some too um she was I don't know she was just a blessing like you know she was important to me in, in this whole process of going to college because like, she was the one that dropped me off when I first left. Like, when I first hopped on a plane to go out there wow. and, like, going so far from home. Wow. She was, she was one of the, she was the person that dropped me off at the airport with, with my mom because my mom didn't want to drive. And then she gave me $100, and she told me to follow my dreams. And that meant the world to me. I ain't know what that meant, but I, that's something wow. that always just kind of stuck with me. I'm like, yo, I'm, like, about to traverse this uh, 
this new terrain, this new space. And like, you know, for her to tell me that there's something that like I know and I've been prompted with, you know, different decisions along my life. That was like one of the things that I always fall back on as a to help me in making my decisions. And so, like, for me, that was just such a big hit, like, a, just a lack of understanding, like, why? Especially for her, because she's such a, a God-fearing woman, you know? Mm-hmm. She has such a intimate relationship with the Lord, and, you know, for... Um, and she's someone who I feel like helped influence my own spiritual relationship, you know? Yeah. And my own understanding and my own seeking of that type of... Um, you know, knowledge of, of self in the universe. So, like, for just her to go at that time, I, just the, the question of why, and then that, like, rabbit hole of why um, became something that, you know, I was growing acquainted with. And classes starting two days later, you kind of, like, you know, you got senior thesis, you got to wrap up, you got all these other things going on, you still, like, you know, very much involved in, like, the social scene on campus, like, and that on top of, like, you know, being a black man, you're not really, like, like, you, you have spaces where you can show emotions, but also it's, like, you're not really showing it outwardly, you know, it's a, it's a place where, like, even though, like, people are very warm and receptive, though, you know, it's still, like, you're in the Ivy League, you want to, you know, you trying to everyone's trying to accomplish something and like yeah. you don't want to be yeah like you know what I'm saying you don't, you don't want to be like throwing people off a day their trick or like you know what I'm saying like not make continue to make the progress on your own it was just like I don't know I really just didn't have a lot of space to like deal with a process that wasn't necessarily going to class like I should I wasn't caring about uh certain classes at all. Like I got my first D that semester ever in my life. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah, like literally like that was and and I just I had lacked a lot of motivation to do almost anything. I don't know, it's just like the irony of it all. I like you know, she she helped she helped pay for my family could come see me graduate. You know what I mean? Right. And for her to not be able to see me graduate in a physical form. I know she was there in spirit, but for me, I just always, you know, again, ask those, like those questions of why, but you never really get the reason, but like you grow kind of understanding. I don't know. I guess I'm hoping become better able to process like grief and the loss of those you love. I think one of the things that like, that did kind of spark in me that I'm now like kind of taking steps to move past and, and get over is to put pressure on yourself to accomplish something before someone leaves. You know what I mean? This earth, like you want, yeah. like you want them to see you accomplish the things that they have sacrificed for you to do, if that makes sense. Um, not that they're intentionally sacrificing that in order to see that, but it's like, you want to be able to kind of reward them and like, yeah, the things you sacrifice for, like you ain't do it for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, and so 
that led to like me putting a lot of pressure on myself, me feeling the need to be this person, you know, as a big agent of change. Because I'm the person to go do this from where I'm from. And it's not even like nothing I feel myself. This is stuff like other people are telling me, you know what I'm saying? I was I was young. I wasn't, um, I didn't have the understanding of the importance of like the people you surround yourself with and like not listening to everybody. You know, I was, I was in a state of like meekness and seeking knowledge and trying to learn and grow and be the best. But not everybody is, is necessarily giving you information that's the best thing for you. Wait, so you didn't even take a beat? You didn't take any time off? Nothing? You just kept going with school? Like nothing happened? Yeah, I kept going with school. Um, well, I did like a musical that semester. Like for me, like drown myself in side projects. And like I do very well at those things. I find that I'm, uh, oh, I'm, I have an aptitude in these things, but... They're not necessarily um, the main thing I should be focusing on at that time. Um, but it was kind of like me beginning to develop a relationship with escapism. You know what I'm saying? Like I I could be in a play or a musical and I'm that character. And I'll, I, at this time, I don't have to spend as myself. This time, I don't have to spend thinking as Nick. I can... I'm I'm immersed in my character. You know what I'm saying? And like that's a you know, that's a way to kind of get away from the reality that you kinda are living in. And then like, um, you know, that transition to me like, you know, experimenting with different drugs, you know, psychedelics, um, you know, obviously marijuana, um, you know, things of that nature, like just trying to kind of escape the reality of the situation. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, you come to find that you can escape all you want to, but reality is reality. And like, you got to face it. You got to face it. You know what I'm saying? And you can't bring people back, but you can, you can influence how you react to that loss. You know what I mean? So let me ask you something. Like if you had to go back and tell your old self, what would you have told that old self to do? Like now that you know, what you know? Mm, I think I would have. I would have told myself to uh, seek help a little bit more and like vocalize what I was going through. Like if I needed to take a break, like basically not not see it as a sign of weakness to take a break. Because like now that I'm older, like if I feel like yo mentally, mm, I need a day to just rest. I'm just gonna do that. Whatever I had on my plate for that day find another day to do it and like I'm gonna take this day for myself to recharge because like the net benefit of you taking one day to rest to be at like your optimal for a extended period of time versus you like slowly like lowering your your output trying to sustain doing something over a period of time like it, it doesn't it doesn't math to me so but, but but back then I just thought like no you just gotta fight through it go as hard as you can like push through whatever and that was very detrimental also like during that time period I want to say like so that happened in you know what January and then by March uh, I finally like I got in and see a therapist you know because I have ADHD and I didn't know that that was something that um, I needed medicine for. 
because like up until college, school was just easy. Like we talk about Arkansas education system. Um, and March came, my therapist had a heart attack. So it's like, Dang. yeah, like literally, it's like I was supposed to meet with him on a Thursday. Uh, I was out like partying that Wednesday night. Didn't make wake up to to go to my appointment on Thursday. I rescheduled it for the Tuesday of the next week. Uh, and he had a heart attack on Friday. <laughs> like oh, wow. it then kind of fell through the cracks. So then you know you got to meet with with your therapist, get refills, and like you know they tried to schedule me with another therapist. But ultimately, like things just kept falling through the cracks. And then me having ADHD, like after the first time something gets missed on my calendar. If I don't like re-put it back on my calendar, I'm 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 forward thinking. I'm not thinking about what I didn't do. And then it's my senior spring, so I'm just kind of like, I'm on my way out anyway. So, long story short, end up off of like ADHD medication, and yeah, my grades I started suffering instantly. Like in terms of me, like not completing work. Like I said, I got my first D. Um, and then, cause yeah, I, I, I had zero type of like motivation to do work or like to focus. Like, cause I was just thinking about, you know, all those whys floating in my head. So as of now, I'm, I'm just curious as of now, you know, mm. you went through all that. Um, I asked you a question about, you know, what would you tell your, your, your young self? But now that you have an understanding and you, you know what helps you. You know what I'm saying? You know what helps you. Mm-hmm. Could you say you can get through those times a little bit easier? You'll know what to do and you know how to help other people get through those times? Oh, most definitely. I would say one, like like any type of escapism, definitely not it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and I will happily like live that experience to be able to share with someone else that may be curious about that experience to like avoid that. You know, like, there's a whole, like, period of your life you can avoid, like, experimenting with. And just, like, I would just skip to the point of, like, take time, you know what I'm saying, away. Like, that period of rest, reflection, it's okay to, like, deal with the grief. It's okay with, like, to engage with the wise. Like, sometimes maybe instead of it being in your head, write it down, you know, and then, like, you could put a tangible, like, okay, I'm going to write two lines in response to this why for what I think. And then you can kind of leave it there. It's putting this abstract uh, rabbit hole that you can continuously like circularly go down and around into something that's kind of concrete and linear that has a Mm -hmm. start and a stop and allows you to a chance to validate your, your emotions and your feelings, but also like can see them for what they are and then move on to the next thing to continue to fortify your mind. Like I think, once I like discovered like the practices of like meditation and mindfulness, you know, um, compassion, meditation, you know, that kind of allows you to think about and see and, and understand like the full cycle of life, you know, um, for me, I'm a science guy and like, you know, that matter is neither created nor destroyed, you know, souls are not, are neither created nor nor destroy, they just, you know, pass through existence in different forms. And so back then I didn't really have that understanding as I do now. So like the grief of loss was so great that I felt like I had to escape from it. But now like, you know, 
with when people pass away, I feel like sometimes you can you can still get emotional when you think about oh like I won't be making any new moments with this person, but right. or you're reflecting on how beautiful old moments were, but you kind of come to accept it because like you too as as I we must all <laughs> pass and so right, like <laughs> right it right. like. And like the, the the quicker you become like more comfortable with that, I feel like you you the the, the faster you, you get to the point of living, you know? Like if you're if your existence is to avoid death, then you're not really living. You're just avoiding an outcome that you don't want. You're not um living in purpose and pursuance of an outcome that you do want. And that's what life is about. All right. So anyway, that's two, the mental side aspect of fortify and go within. And then like third, which kind of like helps with the with the with the second would be working out like, yo, I've come to enjoy my gym membership. Like uh, I would plug (laughs) the the gym, uh, but I'm straight on that. (laughs) But yeah, just going. Going, going, like going to the gym, like, and like, it's one of the things where, like, I can't go every day if I want to, like, you know what I'm saying. Even on my rest days, I'll just go and sit in the sauna, just to be like, you know, keep my habit up, or just to sit in a hot tub, you know, just rest my muscles in that way. Um, but it's it's falling in love or becoming addicted to getting better, you know. Um, like I know, like, like just understanding myself. Where I come from, like we have addictive personalities, not we, mm-hmm. but it can, it's, it's hereditary. It's in my family. And mm-hmm. so, like, learning how to channel those type of things that could lead you down a negative path into something that is edifying and can lead you in a positive direction, you know, that's the difference between, you know, living a life that's worth living and the alternative. Man. That, that's that dope, good, man. man. That's dope, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate this, Nick. Thanks so much, man, for sharing this. Because I know if yeah. anybody's out there listening, this was a great help to them. Because, man, just speaking with you on this, man, you really, you really led us in some different directions and and some different views on how to deal with some of these situations. So appreciate that. Definitely, man. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, and like I said in the beginning, providing the platform. Dope. Yeah, thanks. Hopefully we'll have you again <laughs> on a different oh, topic. Most definitely. most definitely. Most definitely. So thanks for listening to 20 Minutes of Darkness.